All right then, uh, very good evening to you. Uh, uh, it's three minutes to seven, so uh, take it away there. Lovely, thanks Luke. Well, as you said, we're here in Gortine, uh, the home of St. Joseph's, and uh, the score is nil-nil, nil-nil between uh, Kilkish and Bodaik and Fekel Kilnina, because the game hasn't started yet, but it'll start in the next few minutes. Uh, the, I see both both sides are, are kind of green, Luke. So um, I see the Fekel Kilnina girls have turned their shirts inside out. Well, so. we did make a comment on that when uh, the second team came out onto the pitch, we sort of there thinking sort of these two teams look fairly similar colour-wise and the commentary team were going to be struggling. But uh, That's right. Well, our, our commentary team this evening of Pat McNamara and Maura Conway um, and we, we want to make life as easy for them as we can. Yeah, they are. And I think it's a good job that it's uh, Fetal uh, Kilnina have the jerseys inside out because uh, the two people commentating are from that nick of the wood. So they should know who yeah. all the girls are. And we have a few more people lined up uh, this evening. Uh, Carmel Caffernan, we hope, will be in Kilnina to cover the Scarafogunlo versus St. Joseph's game. Uh, Carmel Dillon is certainly in Broadford there, where Broadford are entertaining Cora Finn this evening. Uh, Whitegate are playing Castle Ballier and we're trying to make contact there with Davy Solon and uh, Breedine Dynan is in she's still out herself but uh, she's doing the next best thing she's uh, covering the game for Scarf Bay Community Radio in Tulla where they're taking on Airog. and hopefully we will have reports on the Clooney versus through Clonlara game which uh, is also on this evening so there's a full lineup, uh, Luke so I suppose our commentators are nearly ready to go, so we'll hand it over to Maura Conway and, first of all, Pat McNamara. Thank you, Jim. And we're as ready as we can be here at uh, Gortine, the home of St. Joseph's Door Bearfield, on a kind of a dullish evening, but at least the rain has gone away. And you're welcome, everybody, to this uh, round two um, senior Camogie Championship game between Fiegel Kalinina and Kilkishnipodaik. Fiegel Kalinina had a disappointing result the first day out uh, last Friday evening against Truk Lundara. Of course, a depleted side, we'll talk about that later. And uh, Kilkishnipodaik will be uh, on good, in good spirits after a very good draw with Heidi Kilimona. I'm joined here in analysis by a, a, a lady who's very good to us to help us out here on Scallopy on many occasions before. It's Maura, Maura Keane-Conway. Maura, you're welcome. Thanks, Pat. Uh, the political community, Mara, uh, we're up against it this evening. Yeah, we're up against this evening, Pat. Like we're missing four, I suppose, of our starting team from the seniors last year. Um, and we're replacing with younger players or whatever. But by and large, um, again, it's a good opportunity for younger players to go out and get a uh, feed for the senior setup and senior game as well as that. But um, looking forward to, I suppose, the return of those players as well um, in a couple of weeks' time. Um, which will benefit and strengthen up the Kilnina side. We're going to be Kishan Badaik. I mean, they have some very, um, I suppose, experienced players. Um, a lot of those players have a lot of um, experience with junior, Clare Junior, and Clare Senior playing um, this year um, and the last couple of years, whatever. So, um, yeah, Kilnina and Fiegel Kilnina have, have a battle on their hands this evening, but nothing that they don't want to stand up to, I would imagine. Exactly, Laura. You have to win every game at Hope, and as you say, um, will be uh, very depleted. We're missing Con- the Conway cousins, Robin and Regan, Ella McNamara and Rachel also, who are both McNamara's but not cousins, Louisa Callahan also missing, and of course Maeve Brady is uh, a year out as well. So that's quite a bunch of, uh, and if you go back further, Vera uh, Lucknane was part of this squad from the Wounded Intermediate as well. So it's a very, very hard loss, losses to take, but uh, Sinead Callahan is away also. But nevertheless, it's a, a 
more of it and opportunity for the other girls to uh, make their presence felt and maybe fight for, for their places and to know that uh, they are capable of playing senior camogie. Uh, very impressive uh, looking. But I call it, and I'll give you the times teams now while we have a moment. Referee this evening is Noel Quinn. So Roche are uh, in goals for Idel McNamara, Rebecca Burke, Orl O'Brien, and Katie Frost at the full back line. Emer Murphy, Alana Ryan, and Quiva Kelly at mid, uh, half back. Midfield is uh, Arnie Linehan and uh, Eilish Whitney. Half forward line is Siobhan Linehan, Kate O'Gorman, and Kate Lynch. And full forward line is Liam Minogue, Hannah Minogue, and Sean Doyle. For Fiekel Kilnina in goals, Roshan Quilligan. Full back line Sinead McMahon, Eileen Daly, and Laura McGrath. Uh, no news position for Laura back in the corner. Uh, half back line is Sophie Conway, Claire McNamara, and Eva Tuhi. In midfield, Evelyn Duggan and Ziad Spillane. The half forward line is Eleanor Nugent, Roshan McNamahan, and Shauna Kenny. And the full forward line comprises Claude Maloney, Laura McNamara, and Eva Torpy. So uh, we're almost Noel Quinn has the captains up, and uh, I see the Kilinina girls, the uh, girls have their. Um, Jersey's turned inside out, which makes the numbers a little bit tricky here. I'll be expecting uh, plenty of prompts here from. from uh, from Mara because uh, while we recognise most of them, the numbers are very hard to read and uh, so if whatever toss was done, numbered that the jerseys are similar enough. Kilkishan uh, uh, and they're black and green, I suppose reflective of both and a bit of gold in the middle and Kilinina Fiekel with blue and uh, green and navy representing both uh, former, former individual clubs as well. So we're almost ready to start here. Uh, starting very much on time and the scoreboard is in operation opposite us and we'll keep an eye on the clock as referee Noel Quinn is about to throw in the ball. Well, we're going to uh, Tulla and Breathing Dine and Tuller playing a rogue. And that game threw in at uh, quarter to seven. Uh, Breathing, how are things going? Um, they're going well now. Um, there's about 23 minutes gone and Tuller are one, two to four points. Um, so a bit of a rocky start on both sides. I think both sides are kind of nervous, but um, everyone's settling into it now and just kind of, kind of going tit for tat now all the time. Okay, so uh, it's close anyway, and we're heading 23 minutes, so we'll talk to you again maybe at half time and see how things Perfect. are going. Thank you, Breeding. Yeah, no bother at all. Thanks. Okay, Scarif Gunlow are in Kilina and they're playing Josephs, and uh, watching that game for us is Cormac Heffernan. Cormac, how are things going there? There's what? There's about 20, 15 minutes gone. It's, um, it's about 12 minutes gone here, just, uh, four points to one. So it's um, it's a largely subdued game so far. I suppose we've got a few frees from um, Scarfell on Love, Mashling Corbett, and two points from play, and um, uh, two points from frees for um, Jor uh, So it's it's largely subdued. It hasn't really kicked off as yet, but it's um, uh, hopefully things will will progress in the next few minutes, and, and we'll get a bit more uh, liveliness in the action. You know? Okay, yeah, I suppose no no surprise in selection anyway. Ashley Corbett is back after missing the last week's game, so she's making her mark already. She is, yeah. And there's a few injuries um, for um, Scarborough. Susan Daly is is is, is out, and uh, Lee O'Donnell is out. So um, Kira Kira Doyle has come back full back. Uh, mm. So there's a few positional changes, but yeah, yeah, it's. Um, Otherwise, there's nothing too um, too surprising there. Lovely, Cormac. Listen, thanks a million, and uh, we'll talk to you later on. Very good. Thanks very much. Bye. Yes, Parik McMahon from the Clare Echo. Uh, he's watching through Clonlara against Clooney Quinn. How are things going there, Parik? Yeah, with 22 minutes gone here in Catlow, it's through Clonlara leading one nine three points. Um, the conditions are, are in through Clonlara's favour and they're making the most of it. They got a third minute goal through Roisin Begley, Michelle Caulfield dropping the ball in and um, Roisin doing very well to dispossess the Clooney Quinn goalie, Ella Maloney, for putting the ball in the back of the net. 
Clooney Quinn uh, playing with the experience. Deirdre Murphy as a sweeper are struggling at times to, to get the ball, to keep the ball in their forward line when they get it up there. Um, whereas Trupe Lara are very much dominating possession and um, the last year's beaten county finalists are going well. They, of course, recorded a victory last weekend, so they're hoping to get their second set of points on the board. So with about 24 minutes on the clock there, it's Trupe Clonlara, 1-9, Clooney Quinn, four points in Feta. Porrick McMahon from the Clare Echo. Many thanks. We'll talk to you again in a while. And it's now goal and 10. Berkeley Dyke, six points, seven point margin as referee uh, Noel Quinn blows the halftime whistle. So here in 14, after the most enjoyable first half, um, I suppose we feared that a depleted Kilinina would probably not be able to match scoring wise uh, Nevertheless, um, the game has been interesting and uh, Fiegel Kalina certainly have given as much as they've got in, in many aspects of play. But the, 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 the performance of Kate Lynch, I suppose uh, Sean Doyle with that, with that goal, Louise Whitney, and a few more. But uh, great fighting as well from Lorna McNamara's got some super scores. So, um, and now we're able to, we're able to bring in uh, a friend of ours, a good friend of ours who was here watching this game uh, uh, from, from his media perch. Uh, it's Derek Darber. Derek, uh, you've seen the game and I've been saying often uh, with Marla here that uh, Kilina Fiekel missing four or five first-teamers who are missing for various reasons, some abroad, some injured. Nevertheless, um, you know, keeping the game competitive even though there is a bit of a margin. Absolutely, Pat. They're, look, they're working hard. Um, I just feel that they have the matchups wrong. Zian Spillane is kind of lost in the middle of the park. Kate Lynch is running amok. She's got three scores from play, four, I think, won a couple of frees. Zian is not a midfielder. I feel, you know, it could be a tough second half against the win for Fiekel Kilinena. Maybe they'd be better off if they placed Lorna McNamara, centre-forward, put Zian in, in the full forward line, crowd out the middle and try and get quick ball into Zian, who's more dangerous in, in nearer the goal. I think she's lost out in the middle of the park. And she's a huge player, inter-county senior player. It's just not working for her out there in the centre of the park. Kate Lynch's vast experience, and yeah. I think that's where the platform for Kilkishan Badaik has been in the first half, is in the middle of the park. Absolutely. I suppose if you were managing Fiegel Kalina, you'd be saying one more thing as well. Whatever you do, it goes down the right wing, it goes down the left wing, but it doesn't go down to Elena Ryan. Absolutely. Look, Elena Ryan is mopping it up, but I would sit Lorna McNamara in on top of Elena Ryan to cancel one from the other. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd let Shawnee Kenny into the middle of the park. And I'd, I'd just try and deliver fastball, low ball into ZN. They're going to need green flags. They're playing into a wind in the second half. And, it, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's ominous that this could be 10 or 12 points for a finish. Well, that's, that, that, that was always that fear, I think, when Maura was saying off, off air before, and we were all saying that, you know, this, this could get a bit one-sided. But, uh, they have look, worked, look, they have worked very they hard for each other. throwing their bodies on the line. It, it is not a lack of effort. Sometimes, Pat, you're just outgunned, you know? That's about the size of it. Derek Wilson, thanks for that. And now we're going heading back to Jim for the moment, so we'll take a break here and see what Jim has in store for you, but I'm sure he'll have news for you. Yeah, thanks very much, Pat. And uh, we're heading straight to Tulla. Uh, Tulla kicked out or threw in at a quarter to seven, and they're actually into the second half now. Tulla against their rogue. Uh, they were up one goal and two points to four points when we last spoke to Breeding there. How's it going now, Breeding? Um, it's not going exactly to plan to plan to finish, but 40 minutes gone, and it's two sets and one three rogue are up at the minute. So. Okay, sorry, repeat that again. Um, it's, well, it's not fully confirmed yet. Um, two seconds now, I actually... Yeah, well, um, so we'll, we'll get it right anyway, Breathing. Yeah, I don't know. They haven't changed on the scoreboard yet, so I don't know if it was a goal fully confirmed or not yet. So okay, we'll, we'll, we'll check with that. But it's it sounds like a very tight game. 
it is. It's uh, tip for tat now at the minute, so it's um, everyone giving everything, so it's really intense now at the minute. So. Okay, the the goal that is in question there, who was that for if it's awarded? Eirog. Eirog, okay. yeah. So what was the score before that? 1-3 um, to 1-7 to Eirog. Okay. Okay, so four uh, points. I'll, I'll get back. I'll get us uh, confirmed yeah, the next we, time we We'll get the next time. Okay, breathing dining in Tulla. Many thanks for joining us. Perfect. Thanks, William. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah, Car- Carmel is down in Broadford where they're uh, playing Corrafin. That match uh, started at a quarter past seven, so it must be heading towards half-time, Carmel. A few mi- yes, a few minutes, Jim, to half-time. The score here is Broadford, one goal and one point, so one goal to Corrafin. Uh, Corrafin started with a Broadford came back and scored a point and then a goal. Broadford have a lot of missed chances, so they have six or seven missed chances at the moment. They should be up a lot more. I know. And it's uh, just half time now in a few minutes. Okay, it's almost half time. What's Corrafin scored again? Broadford 1 1. Um, and Corrafin have a goal. One goal. Have a goal. So you're a point up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're a point up. Lovely. Tough game. Good camogie. Tough game. But uh, a lovely conditions here in Broadford this evening. Yes, well, of course, Broadford, things are always sunny in Broadford, Carmel. And, uh, uh, not uh, always, but the pitch <laughs> is immaculate, in fairness to yeah. so the pitch here is immaculate, well, it, setting and everything. If you couldn't hurl in Broadford, you couldn't hurl anywhere. Listen, that's well, great. Got- yeah, we'll come back to you later on again. So 1-1 one, one to you. a goal, very close, yeah, yeah. coming up to half-time. Yeah, thank you. Thanks very much, Carmel. Carmel Caffernan is in Kilinida watching Scarfa Gunlow against St. Joseph's. Uh, Carmel, it must be well half time uh, at that game as well. It is indeed, yeah. Um, Jim, there was, uh, I suppose, just after I was speaking to you last, really, um, a long ball in from um, Dora Bearfield and full forward. I think it was Kira Gilfoyle caught it, turned and shot to the net. And in fairness to Rachel Bailey, she made a great save, but. Um, it kind of broke out and pulled on into the net, so that was left it at one, two to five points, and that kind of spurred um, Scarborough Gunnelow to get into gear, and then they kind of um, started running at the um, Dura-Bearfield defence in the second half of the first half, and uh, rattled off three or four um, points, so the half-time score is ten points to one, three. Sorry, ten points, um, Cormac. To Scarborough Gunnelow, one, three to Dura-Bearfield. One, three to Dura-Bearfield. Scarborough Gunnelow sounded like they needed a wake-up call, and they got it. They did, absolutely, yeah. And But they've kind of shaken themselves now in the last 10 minutes of the first half. And we're about to get underway here again now in about, uh, I'd say, one minute. 10 and, um, to 6 points. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Um, um, uh, OK, Karma. Possession at the moment. Lovely. We're just getting and underway here for the second half, so we'll go back to pass. Looking for Henna. Try Parik again. Uh, Parik, can you hear us? Um, so it would help if we plugged him in. If we plugged him in. Parik wasn't plugged in. It's a wonder he's gone at all. No, Parik, I have to apologise for that one, Parik. I had to be plugged <laughs> in. <laughs> okay. No, How are things going? It was, uh, we were saying to our, our listeners there, it was 1-9 to 3 points after 22 minutes in favour of Trukhlandara. Yeah, scoreline still in Shrukland Lara's favour, 35 minutes on the clock here, and it's Shrukland Lara, 2.15, Tony Quinn, 6 points. Tony Quinn, senior, beaten senior finalist in 2014. This is their first game back in the senior ranks after lose, after winning last year's intermediate final against Whitegate. They're struggling a small bit, obviously, against a very experienced Shrukland Lara team who contested last year's 
county final and, and we're very close to winning it. Obviously brought it to a replay. But um Emer Kelly getting or sorry, Anya Lachlan getting the goal on twenty seven minutes for Drew Clonlara and excellent excellently worked again. Michelle Caulfield had the assist as we said for the first goal. She was also involved in getting goal number two. She had a turnover. Worked the ball up the field to Neve Ryan, who made an excellent hand pass to Emer Kelly. Emer Kelly found on O'Loughlin, and she made no mistake in finding the back of the net. They then finished out the half with points from Laura Foley and Roisin Begley to lead two fourteen to five points at half time. On the restart, Laura Foley again. She's been she's been good from place ball. She converted a forty five. And Tony Quinn responded with Orla Dogan's first point on four, four minutes into the second half. So the gap is fifteen points. It's uh, True Clonlara two fifteen. Tony Quinn six points. The rain is. Hopefully stopping just as we're about to finish this small report. So um, Tony Quinn will hope to get themselves into the game. But at the minute, it's, it's very hard to see anything other than a true fun narrow win. I know, we can see the rain off in the distance, Porrick. We're looking at it, you know, with... Uh... <laughs> anyway, tell us, what's, what stage is the game at again? Uh, um, we've, we've 37 minutes played now, so the last 20 minutes of this game, um, Truclonera, a win for them would almost seal their place in the knockout stages, and it looks like that's going to be the case. Perfect, lovely. OK, Porrick McMahon of the K-Record, many thanks, and uh, we'll talk to you again in a bit. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, we're, we go to Whitegate now, and Whitegate have uh, Clarecastle Ballier uh, down there. It was a half-seven uh, start, so it must be close enough to half-time. And Davy Solon is there for us. Davy, how are things going? They're just blown, and um, Whitegate are leading 3-6 to 3 points at half-time. Um, kind of wet, wet plus three conditions in, in Whitegate. So in the first minute, Susan Fahey got a point from play. That was followed nearly immediately after with Aideen Hickey getting a point from play. And then after seven minutes in, Greta Hickey got Whitegate's third point from play. And then um, <clears throat> Susan Fahey then got uh, kind of a hefty challenge on Susan Fahey and she'd get a bit of treatment, had to go off for a few minutes. Kate Keenan took her place just for a few minutes as a kind of a blood sub and Susan came back on again. She's having a a right battle with um, Cal Brown, who's playing centre-back for Clark Castle Bellier. But after Susan came on in, she, uh, after 11 minutes, she got uh, another pint from players, so four pints to no score. And then in the 13th minute, uh, it was a bit of a shimmage inside in the square, and the full-back under pressure picked the ball up off the ground. The referee spotted it, and he gave uh, a 21-metre free. And Susan Julie stayed up and she rattled the back of the net with the 21-metre free. So that was Whitegate won the A-no score. So the first score to come for... All right, so we've lost, we've lost that call, Jim. We've lost TV <laughs> and we, we don't know what... Oh, yeah, th- the score is 3-6 to 3 points. All right, we'll go back to And the it's half-time. We'll go back to yeah, we'll just do a very quick report. we we'll go to Kilnina again and uh, Scarif O'Gunlow against St. Joseph's and Karma Caffernan. Karma, he must be approaching the end in Kilinina. We're, uh, we're very close to it now here. It's actually uh, Dora Bearfield is just out of getting the goal. So Dorbefield is 2-5 to Dora Bearfield, 15 points to Scarif O'Gunlow. So it's um, a four-point four lead for Scarif O'Gunlow at the minute. OK, perfect. And uh, you're approaching full time? Very close to it now. One minute, I'd say. One or two minutes. OK. OK, we'll give you a shout once more for a final wrap-up, uh, Cormac. Uh, thank you very much. We'll go back here for the closing stages. Praise Father Raphael from Northern Ireland. And uh, without that much injury time, maybe three minutes, it's 1.15, the final piston has gone. One goal and 15, that's 18 points for Kishan Badaik. Nine points for Fikil Kalina. That's a margin of nine points, if my sums are correct. And um, again, 
an enjoyable game, some good individual displays. But in fairness, uh, we must say, Derek, uh, thanks for coming back to us again. Uh, the result has gone the way it deserved to go. Some really good performances from Kingston and Badaik, and a deserved nine-point victory. Yeah, look, deserving winners. They, they got the job done in the first half. But I was very impressed with Pete McInnes' second-half performance. Sophie Conway thundered into it. You know, there was uh, there was more intensity from him. And they only lost the second half five points to three, playing yeah. against a very, very strong bees. So the damage was done in the first half. I, I just think, you know, unfortunately, they got their matchups wrong at the start. And maybe a bit of, you know, starstruckness playing against the more experienced outer from the younger players from Fiki Canada. You know, but when they realised that they were as good as them, you know, they thundered into it. And I think the second half is a fairer reflection of... The balance between the two teams, Kilkishan, but like just that little bit of extra quality in the first half in the experience, and they got the job done, you know. One ten to six up at half time, winning by seven, one fifteen to nine. You know, a far more far more competitive second half. And you know, if he can be expected. Yeah, can take that away from this, you know. With the players are missing. And Derek, some very good individual displays on both sides. Hey, yeah, look, look. Condition, but Ike's top players stood up. You know, Alana Ryan was immense throughout. You know, she look, she had Lorna McNamara to deal with, and sometimes she had ZL and sometimes Sean and Kenny. But Alana Ryan's a top, top player, like, Absolutely. let's have no doubt about it. And Kate O'Gorman and Kate Lynch, you know, they showed their county returns. Quiva Kelly was outstanding. And Fika Kilinera, Lorna worked very, very hard. Sean and Kenny worked hard. Um, you know, the end yeah. worked hard. I think just she was on, in the wrong position. Island Daly full back for Island a girl. Daly was outstanding. And Sophie trainer. Conway had an, an Sophie, immense what a second, second half. half she had. Yeah, immense second, second half for a young girl. I mean, I don't know her mother that well, but I'd say she um, she had a few words of wisdom for her there, you know, this morning now, Pat. But no, no, she gave an, an exhibition there of, look, work ethic, Pat. You know, you can't beat work ethic. And um, it was just tremendous from her for the entire 30 minutes. She never gave up. She kept hooking, blocking, chasing yeah. them down. And look, if you work hard enough, the proof's in the pudding. Five points to three in the second half. That was from work rate from Fiegel Canena. A bit of work rate that they lacked at the start of the first half. They stood off Kilkishan, but I kind of looked up to them and said, nah. you know, they, they didn't expect to kind of win and they kind of stood off them. But when they got in at halftime, they realised, hang on, we're, we're as good as these. Yeah, we're as good as them. And, yeah. and they went out and showed it in the second half. So it was positive for both sides. Kilkishan would like to be delighted with the points, but Fiegel Canena will be delighted with their young players the way they stood up in the second half. And it gives them hope, you know, to work on for the next game. Absolutely. You know, but a very enjoyable game overall. I mean, again, this this Cedar Championship and Intermediate Championship as well, indeed, in Kavogi gives us a very much a very enjoyable sport. And I mean, you know, again, just watching the skills in there, it's just a pleasure to see the standards of Kavogi are so high and clear at the moment. Look, absolutely, Pat. And look, there's no doubt that like clear teams have made the last five senior Munster finals. Carrigan yeah. won two. Aina Kilmona unfortunately lost three finals. But whoever comes out of this senior championship, have no doubt, they will be favourites to win Munster. I mean, that's the level of the standard that we what have at the moment. Is being, yeah. and it, it, it's Absolutely. outstanding when you think Cork were in the All-Ireland Senior Final. But if the, whatever Cork club comes out, if they, if they have to face a Scarif or a Truel Canlara, now you know my pick this year, yes. I think Truel will win it. I think I think the Cork club will, you know, will fear. The, no one wants to draw a Clare. With that in mind, it will be very important for the Clare management, I suppose, structure to be put in place in time. Whoever that uh, may be. Unfortunately, the present structure... Or, Surprisingly, I suppose, gone, but that's another story for yeah. another day. We'll talk about that again next time. Joins Derek. Thanks for joining us with your thoughts as usual. No problem. On the button. I think I have another application uh, mentor to talk there. Jim, Jim Lynch is going to us. Uh, Mara, you can stay with us for a minute. Mara, we'll let you sum up at the end. Uh, and now I'm joined by Jim Lynch, a mentor on the application. But like I said, first of all, Jim, the margin of nine points, just about deserved in fairness. You were a much better team, and uh, some of your individuals, great performances, and I suppose a depleted clean. 
equal or fecal guillotine did put it up to you, but overall, proper the right result. Yeah, um, it was very important to us that we got a good start tonight. Um, we're well aware of this faecal team and there has been times in the past, we'll say, when there have been up 11 points at halftime. Now they were, you know, down a few players tonight and we were aware of that and it was important for us, you know, to kind of show up that because if we didn't, you know, face an interim game with a full team, you know, you're back to square one again. Like, Now we had a good first half, we opened up very well and then we played some nice hurling. But uh, in the second half, as you said earlier, the Fiekel did come at us a lot and it, there were worrying times to, you know, early in the second half, the first 20 minutes were getting a bit edgy there on the sideline and things, you know. And um, if they had got a goal, it would have brought them back into, you know. But we wouldn't expect anything else from Fiekel now uh, coming down to play us, you know. So we were well aware of that. And we treated this match with uh, fierce respect because we had a good draw with Aina Kilnamona yes, and right. we didn't want to... Um, offset that by coming down tonight and you know uh, kind of flopping as such but you know they did start off very well and they went you know they went very well in the first half Right and uh, your individuals as I say were outstanding your county players stood up but of course other players are touched as well but uh, next game obviously you're in a great position three points after two matches through Clonara many people's favourites for this championship that's a game Nooters will look forward to and I'm sure you are as well yeah, you know, we're in a good position now and um, we're going into Truclan Lara. Uh, we have a, a, a few new players on the team, young players. They're playing very well. We're very happy with them. To have, we've blooded them, you know, during the year. Like yeah. It's been a funny old year, having said that, with blooding players and things. But uh, to have stood up to the plate now and they're going well. Truclan Lara, well, you know, they're a very good team. They're like Aina Kilnamona. So we feel that we have every chance going in again them as well now we're kind of on a bit of a high we want to keep our feet on the ground at the same in time momentum as well, which is we have the momentum so you know we're not afraid of Truclan Lara at the same time because we have put it up to them on numerous occasions you know and um, we'd hope to do that again now you know well Jim all first of all thank you for coming over to us and uh, it's good to talk to you and uh, a very 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 fine team there and squad indeed so we should the very very best to look in the rest of the competition i.e. I'm going to pressurise all the top teams in this and well capable of getting a big win over, over a big one and maybe push for that for that trophy so yeah. thanks for joining us very best to look yeah. continue to enjoy the, the great the great sport of the Camogie down, down, down near side win over Kilnen anyway this, this <laughs> well, thank you okay, thanks sir <laughs> and I went back to thanks Jim yeah. back to Maura Conway and Maura once again thanks to yourself as well for your very, very helpful uh, contribution there and your yeah. fairly, fairly, very solid analysis. But um, I suppose we'll take a lot of positives out of the game, even though, as expected, we lost it. Yeah, I suppose um, they were up against, top, was he, uh, up against a very tough opposition yeah, last week in Stroud and Lara, and I suppose we're expecting Hello. the same again against Kilkishan, but like this yes. evening. But I think um, overall, I think our girls um, stood well, um, considering that we are down a lot of players. Um, that we normally would have and whatever but um, again the younger girls and blooding of the younger girls before young girls blooded on this evening um, great to see them coming on great to see them put on a display that they did put on um, and they're getting involved and stepping up into the mark of senior ranks um, and it's good for them as well I suppose their underage competition with minors and under 16s and whatever it will stand to them and I suppose meeting more experienced players and meeting some of their idols and these would have been some of their idols through schools and, and as county players and whatever. Um, so I think that's, they're in good stead. Um, I suppose the margin was there this evening. The, in scoreline, you can see yourselves like that there is a, quite a deficit and whatever, but I don't think that should, you know, that won't deflate them either. No. Um, they have a bye next week. 
um, so they have time now to regain. Reach out to batteries a bit, yeah. Yeah, regain and rebuild themselves again or whatever. Yeah. Set out for the next day, set their stall for the next day, and hopefully we would have more players back. Okay, right. so you, thanks, tomorrow. And uh, Pat, thank you very much for that. Uh, did, want to did mention their their kitchens again? Or sponsors, sponsors. Ab- thanks ab- to them. Ab- absolutely. If you no. want a kitchen, go to, the, to go, go to their kitchens now, Jim. Uh, all going well. The anchors, uh, we've the right we've the right button pressed. We should have Park McMahon on the line. Hopefully, we'll get Park this time. Uh, we left him in uh, somewhere out in the ether the last time. Park, uh, you're finished there in uh, in Cratlow. Yeah, all over in Cratlow and second win recorded for Trupe Clannara, so they now have six points on the board. Uh, Full time, 419 to Trupe Clannara, seven points to Clooney Quinn. 419 um, to Trupe Clannara. Yeah. Seven points. Yeah, a fairly comprehensive win, it sounded, uh, Pori. Uh, very, yeah, they were dominant from, from the get go, and um, they only scored 2 2, which you'd, you'd ascertain in the second half, but. Um, they had job done, job done at, at half time. Jim Hickey could have nearly blown the full time whistle instead of it. And, and what most impressively was how how Truclamara took their goals in the in the second half. Emer Kelly on 11 minutes into the second half getting a goal in the top left corner of the Clooney Quinn net. Anyo uh, Lockton with an excellent hand pass to, to set her up on the way. And then with 46 minutes on the clock. Ellen Horgan, a uh, fantastic pitch to the bottom right corner of the net as well to, to wrap it up. Tony Quinn, um, a sobering enough experience for them to come back to the senior ranks, obviously, after their win over Whitegate last year. Just two points in the second half. They played with your sweeper for, for the whole game and just were unable to get to the level that Truth and Nara whereas on the flip side, Clannaro came agonisingly close to it in the first McMahon Cup last year, really laid down a marker and um, showed that they're going to be the team to beat in this particular group. And it's the Kilimona that we'll get to see what level they're at. But, but very dominant from them as they recorded a win second week in the row and, and finishing up 419 to 7 points in their favour. Okay, I think uh, Tuklara next weekend play the, the winning team here today, which is uh, Kilkish and Budaik, and um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes as well, because uh, Kilkish and Budaik beat um, Fekel Kilnina by 115 to 9 points, so um, it'll be, you know, a clash of two strong teams next week. And Kilkishan but like you're going to need a win having got the draw against Sinek in Lamona. So um that should be a very competitive game as well. And Kilkishan but like determined to get back to the to the semi finals for the second year in a row. Yes. So it should be should making us a, a good game. Okay, anyway, Parik, I'm sure you'll have reports on all the games in the Clare Echo um during the week, uh, if not very tomorrow. So listen, thanks a million for joining us today from Cracklow and uh with the the final score being uh Trukalnara emerging, uh, what is it, 215 to 6 points. Uh, 419 to 7 points. Sorry, 419, I was looking at the halftime score, I think. 419 to 7 points. Okay, Parik, many thanks. Okay. Breedin, uh, it's all over in Tulla. Yeah, all over now. Um, 1815 with him stuff in favour of your own. 1815, yeah. So, what's a good day in the office? Okay, 1815. It's, you know, it sounded like a low scoring, tough, hard game um, with yeah. nobody pulling away. Yeah, that was kind of the way it was throughout. Um, there was about three gold opportunities that Tullock saved just about on the line. So we were very unlucky now to get another goal. Um, just a lot of things didn't go well for us this season um, and nothing really kicked. So it's just one of those evens that 
you kind of want to scratch off and forget about them. I know, yes, and I suppose every club gets them breathing. Listen, yeah. thanks, thanks a million for that, uh, for giving us the reports this evening and, uh, you know, keeping our listeners up to date on how all the games are going. Hopefully next weekend will be a better one for Tulla. So listen, thank you very much. No bother, thanks, Okay, Breeding, God bless. Bye-bye now. We should have Cormac Heffernan standing by there in Kilinina. Uh Cormac, you're all finished uh, up there. We are indeed, yeah, and it's finished, I suppose, the same score as, as last we spoke. Um, 2-5 to Dorberfield and 15 points to Scarif O'Gunnelow. And I suppose, largely, um, Scarif O'Gunnelow will be happy with the win, but uh, know that they've worked to do on the performance ahead of ahead of uh, next week's game against the market whereas I suppose Dora Bearfield will be largely encouraged by getting within four points to the county champions and um, I suppose having a really resilient and um, strong work rate in their performance today so they'll be encouraged coming up with, um, with uh, um, into coming into the other group stage uh, game over the coming weeks you know? it, it will because I, I would say that the, the, the average supporter would have said that uh, Scarf Ogunlo would probably have won by more but uh, so as you say it's a bit of a wake up call as well for the champions yeah I think it is and ultimately I suppose they'll know that they they maybe need to use the ball a bit better but were, were challenged by the pressure they were put under by um, a, a very strong challenge from the Jordan Bearfield side so you know it's, it's uh, learnings all around really but it's early days Yes, and of course it, it was too easy really last week against Kilmaley, so maybe it's uh, from the point of view of Scarif O'Gunlow, it's probably a good thing. But anyway, Cormac, thank you very much for reporting for us today from Kilinina. Uh, safe trip home, and please God, uh, we'll chat to you uh, next week when it'll be Newmarket, will be the opposition. Right, okay, thanks very much, Jim. Thank, thanks, Carmel. God bless. No, bye bye. Yeah, we should have Carmel Dillon in Broadford. Uh, Carmel, uh, can you hear us? Yeah, no, it's it. Yeah, we're, ha- we're all having phone problems around the place, but uh, as, as Luke said, we have put money in the meter now, so it is working. <laughs> how are you? How did you finish in Broadford? Not a good evening again for Broadford, I'm afraid. Uh, Broadford won five, Corrifin two eight. Okay, so a six point win for Corrifin. Something like that. I haven't added it yet. Six points it is. Yeah, yeah. Corrifin had a better the second half. I'm afraid. Broadford missed about seven or eight points the first half with wide balls, and I think that came to the difference of the two teams in the end, unfortunately. But um, Broadford played very well, and Corrifin just got better and executed their scores better than Broadford this evening. Okay, so not a good, not a good evening in Broadford, and not a good evening over in Tulla either. Breeding was telling us uh, so. Defeat there for two of the East Clare sides. So listen, Carmel, thanks a million for joining us and for helping us out. Two two eight to one five, and hopefully a better weekend next week. Yeah, I gather, uh, Davy, things are you're very close to the end there. Whitegate were going extremely well, three six to three points the last time at half time we were talking to you. How are things still going the same direction? Yeah, going the same direction, Jim. Uh, it's uh, three sixteen now to six points for Castle Valley. Uh, dominant performance by Whitegate, uh, especially their half back line of uh, Trina Kelly playing centre back, Ellie Hines, and Neve Crock have really kept the. Uh, it's like Castle Bellier at bay. So, um, there's a lot of... Uh, Greta Hickey has scored uh, six points from, from free. Susan Fahey was playing exceptionally. She got a lot of kind of extra treatment on the field. And just to, just before we came on air there, uh, 
she got another bang in, so she was substituted. And um, they brought back on Anya McDermott. Anya was in the first half. She scored two goals, and she made she made three or four points. She had an excellent game. I know last week Susan was the player of the match, but her, her lesser known cousin has been the player of the match today. She's for the size of her, she was very good. So the Hickey's played very well. There were a lot of scores got from play, but a much better performance from Pikey today than it was from. Uh, so listen, two wins out of two is, is and particularly I suppose the the manner of it, Davy, is is I know the game isn't over yet now, but I mean it's it's going only one direction. Uh, it must be very heartening for the for the supporters and for the management and for the players themselves. Yeah, because the intermediate group, you know, the last day the most between any of the, the three matches was three points, you know, so it's a very tight group. But uh, uh, way better performance from Hikers, way better all-round performance from Hikers today. But there's going to Hickey now after tapping over another point. So anyway, we're going to we're going to three seventeen now to to uh, six points. Down, I think, to play Broadford next time. Next ne- next Friday night in Broadford. That's yeah, yeah. Next next Friday, presumably. Yeah, that'll be a, a good match. Yeah, but Broadford are un- unlucky against. Um, against their rogue. They, they led for most of the match and then the rogue beat them by a pint for a finish but they were very unlucky not to uh, not to come away with the win last week. So it'll be a good match between Michael and Bradford as always is. So we look forward to that. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it was a kind of a similar story this evening for Whitegate because we were talking to Carmel Dillon there a moment ago, and they seem to be doing well for the first half. But uh, the 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 opposition uh, uh, Finn came back into it uh, strongly, and they won by six points in the finish. So, um, so they're they're obviously a good strong second half team. But uh, Broadford will be up and going for the win again. You know they'll they'll need that win even more than Whitegate will next week. Oh, they will, yeah, because there's nothing between any of the teams, you know, and you know a win can get you into a semi final, you know. So it's uh, it's all to play for in Broadford next weekend. <laughs> Oh, we, have, we have a word for the referee, and he's he's very strict and very good. <laughs> okay, well, sure. We someday we're going to have the referee reporting on the game for Scarif Bay Community Radio. Okay, Davy, uh, listen. Thank you very much for talking to us this evening and for bringing us and uh, the reports on the game and. Uh, the full time whistle we're spot on okay and delighted for Whitegate and uh, best of luck in the uh, the derby game on next Friday evening next Friday evening okay Jim thank you very much right then bye 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 Jim, uh, that's about it. Now, listen, before we finish, I'm going to bring Pat back in. So, uh, Jim, you're going to give Pat a little bit of a... He'll talk through the results of the evening, ju- just, we'll say, uh, for for everything that took place. So if you give me about 10 seconds now, uh, I'll put the headset on to Pat. And, of course, our coverage this evening is sponsored by Derek Kitchen Design. We're very thankful to them for that. And our outside broadcast, as usual, sponsored by Michael Long Construction. And all our sport in Scarif Bay Community Radio is sponsored by Derek Credit Union. So um, it's it's uh, another 
great evening of sport. Not great for everybody, I suppose. <laughs> Certainly not Broadford and uh, and Tulla are not, you know, celebrating this evening. But uh, great win for Whitegate there. So I'm joined by Pat McNamara, our match commentator. Pat, you've had a little bit of a rest and maybe a glance over the scores. And I suppose looking at the, the senior uh, first, um, Truclanara had a, another big win this evening. Truclanara, Jim, are, I suppose, many people's favourites for this championship, I think, you know, with the players they have. So many county players, so many really top-class county quality county, county players. They have them all available, I think, almost again. Becky Foley, I think, is due back very shortly. And once that will complete the whole set then, because I know Roshan Bigley is back from injury and uh, they have obviously... Emer Kelly and Anya Lachlan and uh, Sinead Hogg and uh, Powells and, and so many other fabulous players um, uh, there's so many good players they should have won it last year probably but um, Ray Scanlon had other ideas but uh, not. I am surprised at the margin definitely no question about it I did not expect that margin but very very impressive and uh, they will take all the beating no question Yeah and Parik was saying that um, they had Deirdre <coughs> Murphy playing sweeper uh, today, but they, they just you know came up against a much superior side. And he was saying, and and you know that's what Truclan there are. Yeah. Or the, or the other thing I suppose is it was Clooney Quinn's first game, and when it's a first game, when you have a game played, you know management can see where maybe to, what players might be suited to other positions to try things out to get a, a sense of their own weaknesses and strengths, and they can adjust things for the next day. I suppose Clooney Quinn were in a hiding to nothing because it's the first day out. You don't know what you're facing. Challenges, you know, training doesn't show you the true form of players. So we'll, we'll give them that excuse. And I mean, to hear that Deirdre Murphy was sweeping, what a servant, what a player she's been for. Mm. for Clooney Quinn and Claire, an outstanding individual. And uh, good to see that she was she was uh, capable of doing that role today. But uh, again, true Clooney, very impressive. <coughs> Scarif Agunlo, um yeah, it seems to have been less so in terms of the margin. I thought the margin might have been. They're more. missing a couple. Well, they they got back. Uh, uh, Ashton Corbett was back in business today, but Susan Daly was out injured. Okay. Uh, Carmack was saying, and um, somebody I can't remember. There was there was one other of their regular players injured as well, or out yeah. this week with injury. But, but it's it's it was a little bit of a wake up call for them. Well, Jimmy, I suppose, I suppose in in the round games, it's about getting the two points and winning the game. I mean, the margins are are are. are the story you know winning by big margins often gives you a false sense of yourself so these players now they've given management uh, enough rope to tell them that you have to dig in and train harder and you know you weren't able to beat a you know maybe a, a, a not overly strong Durabairfield side so uh, you know it gives it gives um, fuel to the management to drive them on again and I think Scarlett mm. Gunlow are well capable of taking that driving on and those players are and, very, very mature and the game that you were commentating on this evening and the winners this evening Kilkishan Budike they're up against Throughclan Lara next week so that'll be a stiffer test that will be for Throughclan Lara. It'll be a very, very good ga- game to watch. And uh, we'll be hoping Petra Bryan might be able to give us a full rundown of that <laughs> if, if we can get to it. Maybe we, maybe we can get to it, I'm not sure. But Clickishan, but I impressive enough this evening in ways, as in we don't want to be over overstating the fact that Kilnina Fiekel were down uh, you know, a few players and J1s and uh, does an injury or two as well. I mean, what team can afford to be without Re- Regan Conway? Um um, Robin Conway, her cousin, who's in America. Ella McNamara is another really, really good defender. Rachel McNamara, La- La- Lauren is older sister as well. And um, Maeve Brady, who was outstanding in, the, in, the, in that intermediate final two years ago, taking a year off. So those are players, you know, the smaller clubs can't do without. But having said that, uh, but I did what they had to do. Kate Agarma came into it at the end. I thought Quiva Kelly was outstanding all through. Kate Lynch outstanding in the first half. Uh, and as for Elena Ryan, she's an absolute... Uh, just uh, an iconic 
centre back an absolutely wonderful player I love watching her play she's so direct so determined and so strong and so forceful and just just dominated so um, they will give through Clannera a right rattle I think yes yeah. might be good enough to beat them but I think they'll give him a fair rattle and Scarif Ogunlo of course next week are up against the, the team they beat in the in the final in the county final tw- three years ago now um, Newmarket and Fergus yeah and Newmarket and Fergus but a big effort in with uh, Fintan McNamara, my, my, my own club mate, Kilnini, and my an old former hurling mate of ours, and uh, very much involved in Camogie for many years and a top class ref as well. So Fintan has said that they put a lot of effort in, and uh, he was hopeful of doing well. New market players are well able to, to mix it. They have a few newer players come in, I believe, and uh, a few very strong established players as well. So. I think the market and, 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 and will give Scarif a good game. They have beaten them in a big game, as in recent in memory, so they won't hold that fear, and uh, that's a good test. And um, I think the market are going to be very comp- competitive, as are you know the top six or seven teams in this championship are very competitive with each other. It looks like two Clannara now are putting up big scores, but apart from that, the other teams, you know, Einikil Lamona very strong as well, but um, only drew with Kilkishan Badek the last day. So... Um, New market could be a stiff challenge, no question about it. And looking at the, before we finish, at the um, the Intermediate Championship, and that's a fair championship now, and that'll, at yep. Whitegate, we were talking to Davy Solon there just uh, a few moments ago, and uh, Whitegate had a, had a good win uh, tonight, a big win, um, yeah. and their second win, and they're they're up against Broadford next, uh, and they're in, they're, yeah, they're visiting Broadford, I think, yes, next uh, Friday evening. So that'll be another cracking game. Yeah, White gets in to be in a very, very good place. Uh, Broadford were beaten this evening, I believe, by a rogue. So yes, by, by six points. They'll be disappointed in that. Whitegate, having lost last year's final, and I think that was the previous year's final as well, uh, Whitegate, obviously, going well again. You know, again, I suppose without patronising them, the, the, the amount of effort they're putting in down there in Curling and Camogie, without any amalgamations, no assistance from other clubs, and they're just producing players and producing teams that go to Pride and, and play top-class top class Camogie. And, uh, you know, in a great place, looking like they may be able to hit for that final again this year. I know there might be uh, many, many a slip twixt cup and lip is an old phrase, but uh, Whitegate's certainly very impressive, and Broadford will be disappointed from the East, per- East Clare point of view. Broadford, I'm sure, disappointed. They look like a, a, a club on the up, but... Maybe it's only one blip and uh, hopefully they'll come back come back strong as well. But um, uh, Whitegate certainly looking good. Yeah, and Broadford and just finally Tulla as well. It's you know, very, very close game, very tight game, but just, uh, you know, didn't cross the line at the end. And uh, yeah. it was a win by, by um, Corofin. Corofin, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tulla uh, yeah. putting a lot of effort into Camogie as well and a uh, lot of good young players there a lot of good people involved as well and I suppose I won't say they're a sleeping giant because they mightn't have done an awful lot of major uh, achievements in Camogie in the past that much anyway but uh, you know they have the population they have a the school obviously there is a great is a great springboard for for um, talent as well to 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 not be nurtured and uh, they're putting the effort in at underage level. So I'd say their day will come eventually. It might take another year or two, but uh, hopefully they will. You know, from an East Clare point of view, again we want to see the East Clare clubs doing very well and developing and being strong and being competitive. So hopefully they will they will turn the corner and, and get a victory soon as well. Okay, well it's beginning to get dark here in Gartine, uh, the home of St Joseph's Dural Bearfield. So we'd like to thank. Them uh, this this evening, uh, Dora Bearfield for for allowing us in and facilitating us. Uh, 
Our thanks to Derg Credit Union, who are our sponsors, our sports sponsors, Michael Long Construction, who sponsor our outside broadcast unit, and this evening's game was sponsored by Derg Kitchens, and they're in Tumgraney, and our thanks go to them and to all our sponsors who make bringing these games possible, and hopefully, wherever you were listening this evening, uh, whether it was here in East Clare or right around the world, we hope you enjoyed our coverage of the Camogie. So, for the moment, until next Friday night, wherever we'll be, we'll be doing one match and reporting on all the others. Many thanks from uh, Pat McNamara, our commentator, uh, Maura Conway, the analyst, and from Luke uh, and myself, Jim. Uh, Many thanks, and we'll see you soon. (laughs) 